Hello, and welcome back to the Us Now podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Jenny Heldendaller. If you're new, I'm a senior from Louisa County High School and the Blue Ridge Virtual Governor School Program. I created the Us Now podcast in order to discuss different social issues with people around our Louisa community. Today's topic is about body image. Once again, we have four guests. Can you introduce yourselves? I'm Abby Sullivan. I'm in ninth grade. I'm Jennifer Purcell, and I am a counselor with student, for students with last names A, B, C, and D. I'm Mike Clements. I'm a PE teacher here at the high school and a football coach. I'm Aaron Aponte. I'm a senior here. Awesome. Okay, so body image is kind of a topic that pretty much everyone, I think, would experience, so we can all agree that, like, everyone yes. experiences oh, yeah. issues with body image yeah. at one point in life. So I think that... It's how you see yourself, and so how much do you think other people's opinions would factor into that? Like, is it just yourself, or how much do other people's opinions play a role in how you see yourself? I think, I think that the goal is for you to be happy with your body and accepting of your body, but I think that other people's opinions, um, especially at the high school age, definitely plays a role And you know, kids image of themselves and their self-confidence and all that good stuff but I think the ultimate goal for us as like teachers and counselors uh, to, to do is to try to get kids to be proud of their bodies and happy with their bodies and you know as long as they're happy with it that's all that should really matter to kind of piggyback on what coach Clement said I think um, I think people's especially at the high school level and elementary even middle school level um, people's impressions and how we feel like we come across to others plays a huge impact on body image um, I think Louisa's done a lot better job in terms of trying to address some of those issues like bullying which can lead to body image and um, like the kindness things that are coming up and trying to focus on the positive aspects of the putting people down but also I think um, social media has had a, a major impact on negative body image um, over time, especially being a counselor for 20 years, the advent of social media has really been impactful the last five to ten years, and I've definitely seen a difference in students' images of themselves based on that. I know for me, like back in elementary school, people like joke around the playground and stuff, but sometimes it kind of hits home a little bit, and I wasn't always in decent shape, so just joking around stuff that can really like affect your self-image even if other people don't realize it and luckily I've come to the point where I don't really care what other people think about me like I'm happy with who I am and my opinion's all that matters but I know a lot of people still struggle with that because some people are just really negative and mean to other people I mean, I don't really have social media because, well, that's banned in my house. <laughs> so, but I mean, I still suffer from like getting discriminated on my body and how I look in certain clothes. So, I mean, I'm kind of at the point where I don't care because I'm just being me and I'm kind of finding myself like who I really am now, now that I'm in high school. So, I mean, I'm not really <coughs> listening to other people anymore, yeah. so. Yeah, and, like, to go back into, like, what effect 
people have on you from an early age. Like, I know that you, since you're in ninth grade, you have the experience of being from the middle school, right. and I understand, Purcell, you were a guidance counselor at the middle school. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to talk about, like, the level, the level there of, like, how different that is from high school now. Yeah. So... <laughs> she was my counselor. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's been really rewarding for me, actually, to go from the middle school level for 15 years to the high school level for the last five years, because... It is encouraging that those things get better. Of course, I think we can probably all agree that middle school is really difficult. Um, and one of the reasons I'm a counselor is that I also struggle with that. And a lot of times, body image and self-esteem and all that. And a lot of times, we don't even realize that other people are struggling with that. Um, but they are. I mean, everyone does struggle with those things. And at the high school level, I think you do get more confidence and you kind of find your niche. and because of your just functional development and kids just learn as it's so nice to say that I'm not going to say that anymore so I think that those things do improve with time but you know it's still a struggle um, I was looking at some statistics today where approximately it still is today approximately 80% of women don't like the way that they look so that's obviously really high and 34% of men so one in three men are, are dissatisfied with their body so and even within that I think that we could all you know, pinpoint specific things, whether it was acne or gray hair at my age, you know, just different things that just start to, you know, bother you about your self-image. So um, it's certainly an improvement, I think, at the high school level, but I think it's still something that just you work on your whole life, even as an adult, trying to maintain a good self-image. And I think what Erin was saying, like, how you had experiences in elementary school even, and I think that even applies not just body image, but just in all facets of life. Like I was talking to students who said that they maybe didn't have a good experience in elementary school about school in general. So that's going to play into every part of their lives for the rest of their school careers. So I think that body image in particular can just be particularly hurtful at the elementary school level. So yeah, would you say that you experienced any, like how, what effect did that have? I really didn't experience any in elementary school just because, well, one, I was taller than most of the kids, and so they found me threatening. Uh, <laughs> so that's were, interesting. So was I. I was self conscious I was really insecure about that. Well, I mean, I, I loved it because I, I, I liked the <laughs> story of me. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> right. but, I mean, you know, I felt like it did give me, like, a confidence boost because I'm like, I'm taller than everyone, you know, like, you know, like, I hold myself higher, mm-hmm. and, literally, yeah, <laughs> right, right, but, I mean, that kind of decreased when I got in middle school, because, you know, then I see the guys in my grade growing up, and then they're taller than me, and I'm like, <sighs> so, you know, but, I mean, that's a really interesting take on that, so I'm a twin, so my twin brother was shorter than I was in fifth grade, and I was the tallest kid in the class in fifth grade, and I had my size nine feet at that time, too. So I felt so gangly, and I would, like, walk kind of punched over. And now I like being tall, but then I was really insecure about that. And, of course, that's a young age and um, also related to kind of, you know, obesity, those types of things, too. I also looked at a statistic in terms of elementary kids, and they said – and I know Coach Clemens was also an elementary PE teacher before he came over here. I was. Yeah. But um, they said that you 
really start to become aware and compare yourself to others, even by age four. So that's young, you know, that that starts happening. Yeah, and I don't, I mean, personally, I don't think, I don't recall any times, like, my body image was impacted in elementary school in general, but I definitely had an idea of myself that, like, oh, I want to, like, run as fast as all of these guys around me. I'm taller than all of these guys, so that that's good for me, for just whatever reason, because I was always competitive. Yeah. But I think, for me, it was more of the thing of, like, I can do everything else that everyone else is doing, not necessarily I look the same way. Right. I mean, even when I was in elementary school, like, I wasn't really worried about the whole body image thing, because I'm like, you know what, I'm fine. You know, I like myself the way I am, you know, and I was really skinny when I was younger, let's just say that. Um, but, you know, now that I'm older, you know, I have gained weight, and, like, the BMI um, things that we do in health sometimes, like, when I put it in, it says that I'm obese, and I even talked to my doctor, and he's like, you can lose a couple pounds, and then you'll be at your healthy weight, and so I have lost a couple pounds, and I'm really proud, and that makes me really happy, and now I actually don't hate the <laughs> so Yes. <laughs> do you know her? I do not. Yes, that's great. Yes, absolutely. But now I'm actually really happy for PE and I don't dread it as much yeah. as when I did. Yeah. And I don't know, um, what can you say about BMI? Because I know no, so many different say, things. I was going to say, so BMI is, so first off, the BMI system is kind of, it's an old system and it's very misleading. Um, it can be misleading for people that are just naturally taller and bigger, and it's also very misleading for athletes that have a lot more muscle mass. Yes. So like, so like, so like, a, like Aaron, Aaron would probably, with his muscle mass, would probably be classified as obese. Um, like I'm like morbidly obese. Like I shouldn't be sit, I shouldn't be sitting here, according to BMI. So I mean, it, it it can be very misleading. Yes. And kids that don't understand that when they first learn it, it can be very discouraging to them. Um, but you know, it's a it's a system that, you know, I don't want to say it's 100% inaccurate because I think your height and weight do correlate with a healthy, like what you, what around you, what you should be generally. Um, but I think it's, it can be very misleading um, based off of people that are just naturally bigger or athletic or, you know, stuff like that. It's, it's just, you can't take it to your heart. Yeah, about instruction. You can't structure. take, you can't take it to heart right. necessarily. Yeah. yeah. Like, um, yeah, body mass index, it's not like we have access to things that can say what's fat and what's muscle, but then ultimately also it's like, if you're a child looking at just numbers, like, exactly. oh, I'm being categorized yeah. as a 20 tower, mm-hmm. like, that you're Same not going to Same with a scale, I think. When you exactly. scale constantly, yeah. I, mean, I haven't stepped on a scale unless I go to the doctor and that's scary, but, <laughs> you know, I, I tend to do with like my clothes fit and I feel okay. Right. I try to go and I exercise regularly. I was going to say, I think My blood works good and all that. Yeah, it's more yeah. about if you're healthy and if you feel good about your body yeah. and, and what, your bo- what your body can do. Yeah, energy. And I think that's what it's ultimately about. Like what you look like, as long as if you're happy with the way that you look, then that's all that matters. Yeah. I feel like we should step away from numbers more and focus more on how the individual feels about themselves. Yeah. Because stuff like BMI or Comparing yourself to others and your scale, like that's not a, who cares what the scale says, it's how you be yourself. And it just stuff doesn't matter. And I think, it, even particularly with 
men, but particularly with women, they tend to be, if they're athletic, they tend to be bigger. They're runners. They tend to have larger legs, you know, different things like that because of muscle. And that can be skewed in society when actually they're healthier than someone sometimes that's really skinny. Right. So, again, the health thing is just how how you are health-wise is the most important thing. So, I know that body image, it can affect all parts of various life, like academics, career, relationships, overall quality of life. So I don't know if there are any different ways that like we may not see immediately that body image may affect us. Do you have any, like, well, definitely, definitely depression, anxiety for sure, which is really prevalent in our society right now in general. Um, I think the statistics for depression, anxiety are like one in two, um, so really high. So, but body image definitely plays into that. You know, um, if you have a negative self-image, it's going to affect how you feel about yourself. If you're down about yourself, you might have increased anxiety about going out in public or going to school. Um, and also eating disorders is a big aspect that body image can as well. Yeah, let's just be honest. People, a lot of people care about the way they look a little too much, but everybody cares a little bit for the most part. So if you have a negative view on something that's matters so much to you that can affect everything you do yes yeah and that's the thing like body image can go both ways like you can have a positive or a negative body image yeah. so if you have a positive body image there you go you have more confidence you that affects all parts of your life as well it does. but like it just it's better yes <laughs> it's absolutely. easier yeah to talk to people to do stuff to just be social yeah. interact you feel good about yourself yeah, yeah. absolutely right um so since Coach Clements and Aaron, you're both on the football team, or like you are involved with football. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so yeah, I invited both of you because I wanted to ask, like, what kinds of effects does body image have in those athletic circles? Especially because I know football is, in particular, portrayed in the media that football players are portrayed a certain way, or you might have a certain expectation to look a certain way. So, how does that differ just from normal? body image um you know i think i think there's a like a toughness aspect in football that you know all football players are tough like tough guys you know have this you know they don't they don't care and i I don't think that's necessarily true sometimes um and i think it can be both ways i think it affects us i think it can affect football players negatively and i think there's also like some positivity to it um negative with like you know not being able to perform you know you know you have a guy that's like this five-star athlete that looks great, playing great, awesome, and then you got the guy behind him that, you know, maybe he's not performing. As his body can't do what the other kids can do, and, it, you know, that that affects his confidence and his self-esteem. And it might not even be like a body image thing. It's just like uh, – or like the way he looks, but just what his body can't do compared to the other kids. Um, and I think a positive thing, too, is like I think some of our bigger guys that are offensive linemen – some of them pride themselves on being like this big kid that can just you know mash and block anybody that gets in front of them and they love that and I think that's great for like just those big guys that yes. that have that that would normally maybe have like some confidence stuff with right. like being a bigger guy right. they love being big guys so they, they call themselves hogs sometimes and just like <laughs> you know, down and dirty just like pushing and you know they, they love that and I, I think that's a positive thing you know on the football team yeah, yeah I feel like football is great in that aspect but I know sometimes when we're in the weight room or something like that certain people you can see when they get discouraged when 
my friend, a friend does this, and he he lifts this metal weight, then this guy can't even get it off the ground. You can, they will never say it because they're men and all, but like tough they, guys, yeah. But that, or they won't take their shirt off or something like that. And they're just too self-conscious when it's 100 degrees outside and we're running hills, and they're just too afraid to take their shirt off because they see this guy who's muscular and fit, and this guy who's muscular and fit, and they feel inferior, and they just don't want to put themselves through that sometimes. Yeah. So I guess you could say that for sports or football in general, that like there are positives and negatives because then, yeah, yeah, you it's have like, like every day. Days. Like yeah, yeah. You I would say it's too much different than like normal society. Uh, really? yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't feel much pressure from outside forces really. Okay. Because yeah, I was gonna ask like, do you feel that like the camaraderie between the football players is that any different than how people would usually? treat you or is like is it a more supportive environment or are you kind of dragging on each other I would say the camaraderie is like a I would say it's like a brotherhood more so like if it's if it is anything like especially this year's team I think we have a great like team atmosphere like we don't have guys like picking at each other too much so I feel like guys feel confident with that stuff I don't I don't feel like we have too much like I mean we have like brotherly like picking at each other kind of stuff but it's not too much of your leaders and your yes, coaches but it's not too much like literally making people feel bad about themselves because of the way they look I don't see that too too often with our guys it's more like picking on them but like I can't believe you missed that block what are you doing or something like that kind of stuff but it's not usually and not I think our football team I think our, this is really cool but we have kids of all different sizes because running really? backs can be short and quick and really fast and so can wide receivers right. so who knows so um, but as a mom of a boy I see a little bit more of that impact with body image I think it's really under um, talked about with guys I think yeah. our society focuses so much focuses so much on women's body image but not as much with men's and I think a lot of it is tied up in sports because yeah. as he's trying to find his identity as a little person in sports, he's not the best athlete, but he wants to be good. Right. Every, every start to, does. That's yeah. right. And you start, and he wants to play football. He wants to be a pro basketball player. You know, you get you see a lot of that. And that's when you start to realize, as you become older and more self-aware, I'm not as good at this as I am at this. And I think a lot of it with boys is tied up in self-image with athletics. Right. I think it can be. Yeah. So, yeah, we can go to that now. But like, So uh, I have something down about like toxic masculinity, which is kind of – the expectation in society that men should act a certain way and men can't like a certain thing or they have to look a certain way to the point of it being detrimental to their self-image and then it can also branch out to the way that they treat others as well because I know as females like we've probably seen a lot more in the media about like hey your body's okay yeah larger models all that yeah I mean, there's been a huge push right. on that the last right. few years so. yeah I like I think there's yeah. totally way more to go but also I think that the pressure on men is not talked about as much as it could be but that's another thing with toxic masculinity that like one of the expectations is that guys shouldn't show their emotions or shouldn't right. share their thoughts so I think I was wondering like what your take on that is the pressure to be a certain way it's it's definitely there it's definitely a thing a factor um there is this you know especially as a football coach a guy that grew up in sport like playing sports all my life there's definitely like a toughness factor like you don't you don't talk about you know your feelings it's like if something's bothering you you know you, you get through it you're just you're, you're tougher than that you know what i mean don't let it affect you but there are cases and that's why that's why depression and stuff like that nowadays is such a factor yeah definitely 
because of that yeah. stuff or you just bury it deep down inside and never bring it up again just yes. like flex out of that come on man what are you doing that kind of thing or hide it by jokes or yeah, yeah yeah exactly right. yeah. and then it catches up it catches up to them yes. eventually for right. sure I feel like in some ways there's a little bit more pressure on men than women sometimes because women are getting like there's a push for them to have a positive self-image and as a guy like if I'm overweight then people are going to have negative I'm going to have negative image if I'm skinny then I'm going to have there's no in between the only way to feel good about yourself is to be some ripped dude who like eats nails for breakfast (laughs) (laughs) Aaron I think you make a really good point there because there is just a lot of affirmation for women of all sizes to fit in right now but you know men if you're not tall enough you know there's that factor I've definitely seen in counseling over the years especially as a middle school counselor you know, in eighth grade, I mean, all different size kids. And, they're, you know, sometimes the shortest kid in the grade has been a guy, and that's hard. Yeah. So, you know, there's that height factor. There's the weight factor. You can't be too skinny. You can't be too big. You have to be athletic. You have to be um, kind, but not too, but never really show your emotions. There's a right. lot of pressure that's tied up with that, I think, for sure. And I think it's, I mean, society... Nowadays, there's so much on girls' trips and female friendships, and, you know, I think women do have a lot of that support that is just accepted by society that men aren't offered as much. To speak on more, like, the toxic masculinity, yeah. me as a child, like, I loved, I loved action movies. Like, I'd watch movies like Predator or Rambo or something. <laughs> You've got Arnold Schwarzenegger up here. And That's what I'm looking Sylvester at. Sylvester Stallone. That's right. These are the heroes. Yeah. 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 These are the guys I look up to. And yeah, I'm like, right. I want to look like him. I want to <laughs> yeah. I want to be him one day, but only better bigger and stronger like, that's just <laughs> right. well then the same thing with like pro what, athletes what kids are watching every Sunday yeah yes. you see these guys that are making millions of dollars you know and then they yeah. take their pads off or you see them in the locker room and they're just shredded and it's like oh if I want to make millions of dollars to be a star athlete I gotta look like that right. I mean as right. a little kid that's what you think for but, sure yeah. yeah I know yeah even sorry <laughs> even on a personal level like I don't know um, what kind of pressures you face like from family from friends um yeah with the toxic masculinity just the belief that you should be a certain way and if you're not the certain way then you're not enough of a man yeah inferior yeah. yeah so jenny that's a really good point so a lot of research those are two huge factors like not only your friends but your family if your family is telling you you should do this or putting pressure on you it can lead to a real negative self-esteem self-body image that's a big factor um and i mean i played volleyball for parks and rec um and there was a little boy who tried out too, and I was just applauding him for, you know, trying out because, you know, I mean, it does take a step to put yourself up there, and it is scary. <laughs> I know it is, but you know, I mean, it was so amazing that he was in the midst of all these other girls, but he was still trying his hardest. And I just found that really inspiring. And I mean, I'm pretty sure he doesn't know this, but I mean, it was amazing. And I haven't seen a lot of guys try out for volleyball, you know, but I mean, it was really inspirational. Yeah, and I think those just tie back into the standards of like the standards of guys and girls and their bodies. Like I, I think in the 1920s, 
girls' bodies, like the ideal, were very flat. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, yeah, like 20s, yeah. Very, like, but, uh, quote unquote, boyish figure. And that's yes. changed so much since then. So now, like, Kim Kardashian is the ideal. And if you look into it, it, that's not realistic in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, even if you work, if you work as hard as you can to get a body like that, you're not going to. Which I think it's so much. Of, I mean, body image we know is genetics. Yeah, like, exactly. Yes, yeah. it's what you yeah. get from your parents, and yeah. you know, even obesity has genetic leads, and yep. you know, thinness, all of that. So much of the biology of your makeup is is what you inherit too. Yeah. Well. I come from a long line of broad-shouldered women, so I am used to it, you know, I would consider myself, you know, a little tomboy just because I was, I was raised by my mom, but my dad took me fishing, took me hunting, you know, threw the football around, you know, like, I enjoyed that, and even when I was playing football with my cousins, like, I was getting ready to, like, tackle them, and they just fell. They were just like, nope. So, I mean, Good <laughs> That's right. That's right. I mean, it was, I mean, it was yeah. fun and all that, but, you know, I mean, it just really depends on your genes, but also, like, how you were raised. Yes, very, very true. Yeah. Media, I feel like, has a, pushes a lot of, like, negative negativity towards people because you turn on the TV and you watch a commercial. It's like some pornographic Hardy's commercial, like some half-naked woman, and she's like the ideal image for women. And then the next commercial, it's some weird underwear commercial, and there's like some huge dude, and it's like women are all over him. He's the coolest dude, and that kind of stuff. That's, That's very true. Yeah. The, impact, the impact of media. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I think just since little kids now, I don't even know the age now that kids are getting phones or just access to social media. They're in elementary yes. school. Gosh. They're in elementary yes. school. Absolutely. Yeah. My son once won in fifth grade. We're like, nope. Yeah, no. I mean, like, I consider, I got a phone in, like, seventh grade, yeah. and I thought that was pretty early. Uh, right. Like, that was pretty well, early. you were very like, responsible, Jenny. Uh, <laughs> I think so. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. Like, yes, it is. Yeah, that's right. what people are seeing at age, what, like, seven? Eight, age seven or eight, they're looking at their phones and they're seeing all of these. It's models. like the YouTube generation too. Yeah. Yeah. YouTube with the little ones is huge. Oh, they, that's all they want to do. They right. want to be like that's YouTube all about celebrities. Performance. Yep. Yeah, that's they all want to be. They want to be the stars on YouTube, and that won't get you very far in life. I mean, or at least have a backup plan. That's yeah, right. I mean, at least have a backup plan because <laughs> I mean, you might make some money, but you can't live off of. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, I guess you could, but you couldn't. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, like if you want to do YouTube, absolutely go for it. Yeah. Um, I think that does have an effect on your mental health because yes. you're presenting yourself, you're presenting your body and your appearance to people to be, to be ranked. Yeah, yes, people to are be really, liked really or not liked. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. To be successful to though. To be successful though, you better have. Thousands of followers. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Platforms like Instagram really like push, like there's the Instagram models, and everybody wants to get this X amount of likes. You know? That's right. Exactly. Yeah. Like yeah. I'll be scrolling through Instagram, and there'll be just a completely normal video. Like this is a girl like singing. This is a girl just you know like 
talking to her friend on the phone, and in the comments, I'll just look and be like, wow, she has a huge chin. Like, yeah. it's something that just has absolutely nothing That's to right. do with the content of the video, yeah. but it just shows how much people rank others and right. how much people judge others yeah. without even asking on their internet, because you have that anonymity. I feel like sometimes people yeah. are negative towards others because they themselves are insecure about them yeah, their own body. Yeah, but I mean, they they have a screen to hide behind, so I mean, that's right. They don't even have the guts to tell it to their face. But I mean, I don't tell it to their face, just so. <laughs> but you know, I mean, even they're insecure about if someone finds out who they are, oh no, I'm going to be judged. And I mean, I even have the saying, before you judge me, make sure you're perfect. And no one else is perfect, so don't judge me. <laughs> I mean, that's, I know that even today there's a lot of judgment going on. Like, my, um, my best friend, she has a little brother who's partially deaf, and you know, he gets judge but you know now the girls are all over him and I'm like boy stay away from them <laughs> don't don't even <laughs> so I mean he's made friends and that's really good because you know I mean it's good because the his friends are surrounding him and helping him and you know they basically protect him if someone tries to come and tear him down so it's great to have like that emotional support by Years. Yeah, and I, I would like to go back to like, okay, so um, this is Grisel, since I know you're a guidance counselor, um, so body dysmorphia is kind of like the perception that one has certain flaws that are in reality either not existent or just very, very minor. Mm -hmm. So there's a type of dysmorphia, also muscle dysmorphia, yeah, yeah. which applies to guys especially, that they have muscles that just are not as... Yes. They're like world-class bodybuilders, and like, my biceps yeah. are too small, like, what yeah. am I? Yeah, yes. I've heard of that. Yep. Yeah. yeah, so like, how does that apply, like, muscle, like, is there a difference between just regular confidence issues and body issues versus actual a mental mm -hmm. uh, illness. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, so yes, yeah. you'd have to go, you'd have to be diagnosed for something that intense, the dysmorphia. And I would think that that would be more rare. Um, and usually with that, it would probably link in with a um, eating disorder, like anorexia or bulimia. Just an extreme perversion of what everyone else is seeing. What you're seeing is not what everyone else is seeing. Um, like, for example, I was in Charlottesville the other day, and uh, there was a woman running down the road, and she was clearly anorexic. You could tell she was very, very ill. And, of course, on the outside, they're like, why are you running? Like, you could heal over it any minute. But for her, you know, with an eating disorder, she feels like she's big. So that would be a case of a diagnosable case of that, um, kind of that skewed perception. So it would be different than self-esteem and body image, but they're all kind of tied in together It's something everybody battles, I feel like. And, you know, with social media platforms, everyone tends to put their best stuff out there. So if you spend too much time perusing it, regardless of age, adults, kids, whatever, it's very easy to get insecure about, I'm not doing this, or look at this person looks great at the beach, and 
I don't, you know, all those, because people tend to put their best pictures out there. It's a highlight reel. Yep, yeah, their yeah. portrait photos, you know, all of those things. And so it's really easy if you spend so much time comparing yourself to others, it will affect your body. Image, yeah, no one, sure. no one posts images of like, when, they, right. when they think they look terrible. Right. Or like Who wants that? Athletes yes. aren't on ESPN's top 10 when they're making a terrible play. That's right. You know, it's That's like, right. it's all all Facebook and Instagram and yeah. Snap, I've got kind of the best. It's a holiday. Yeah. I mean, the statistics on depression on social media are just massive. They're just out the roof what it's causing. And they it, just started that research because it's still fairly new. I was going to say it's different. How it's going to impact it's even different. the brain. Yeah, it's different from when like I was in high school. 100%. Yeah. And because like, like when I was in high yeah, I think it's gotten better in some ways yes. nowadays and worse in some ways. Yeah. Like back in my day, Wow, I just said that. <laughs> uh, but when I was in high school, it was it was weird because there was more of like, you know, name calling and stuff like that. It's not so much not now. There's so much bully awareness. Verbal and, bullying, and, yeah, yes. verbal bullying. Now there's so much bully awareness and yeah. stuff like that. that it's there was not, more like writing notes. To yeah, yeah. Yep. You didn't have the exactly. Facebook stuff. You yep. would like write a note. We, I remember as a counselor, you know, reading notes and like, why'd you write? now it can just yeah. and when it first came out there I think bullying was heightened mm-hmm. with social media platforms it was just massive there was and, so much and bullying. physical bullying was more of a thing when yeah, I was in high school like literally picking or fighting and stuff that's not so much a thing now it's more social media like cyberbullying kind of stuff going on so I think the thing to take from that is you have to really either self-regulate at the high school level or have your parents try to regulate your social media use I think because it definitely impacts body image, especially for younger people. Hashtag block out the haters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess personally, though, like rather than like regulating social media, but just like the problem with society as a whole that like certain bodies, certain um, flaws, quote unquote flaws, are worse, and that they should just oh, they should be hidden. They shouldn't be. Yeah. We shouldn't even see them at all. Like I think that is a problem that maybe we're not necessarily right now in society ready to totally accept everything. And so we should always work to better that. But also at the same time, like we have come a long way, I think. So that is at least a positive. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, yeah, going back to like regular body dysmorphia, um, of course, regular people can always have problems in perceiving themselves differently than they actually look. So you were saying that there is a difference between the actual illness of body dysmorphia. Yes, I would think so. Because that would be like a diagnosable thing. And I think that it's the level of obsession that you have about it versus just self-esteem and, and body image in general. And body image can, I mean, it can ebb and flow, as we all know, depending on what's going on in your life and, you know, the, even the circumstances that are going on in your life. You know, I go for a run, and I'm like, oh, which I do run on the side. I'm like, that was horrible. You know, 10 minutes versus, which is slow, you just be a lot faster, versus, you know, like a 930 mile or a 920 mile. And then I start to think, what? You know, I did. So those, even the, day, the days, the days can affect your body image, too, depending. Yeah. So, like, both. Um, and that wouldn't be a diagnosable thing as yeah. much. Okay. Yeah, because. Um, and going back to, like, the muscle dysmorphia, Aaron and Abby, I also do a sport, too. So, do you think there's a difference across different sports that there's more of that? Like, I would think 
input balls and being strong and being able to knock someone over is part of the whole game. So do you think that's, <laughs> you think that's more? <laughs> I'm by no means like a competitive bodybuilder or anything, but I really enjoy lifting weights and working out. And all the time, like, I'm not trying to sound cocky I'm just saying like guys will come up to me or something, I'll be like, man, I want to look like you and say stuff like that. But last night at midnight, I'm working out in my shed thing. <laughs> and I look in the mirror, I, I'm moving, I'm moving weights that most guys would be like ecstatic to be lifting and stuff. And I, then I look in the mirror and I'm like, man, I could really use lose a little bit of fat there, gain a little bit of muscle here. And I'm, I'm not saying I have body dysmorphia, but it's just I feel like me and other guys, we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to look like certain people or to get better and be more muscular and be bigger. So like even people that are fit and swole or jack, whatever y'all want to call it, we all struggle with it too. Right, that's right. Great point. I look in the mirror all the time. I'm like, man, I really want to improve there and like build that. It's just even though other people would look in the mirror, they'd be like so happy to look like that. And yeah, it's really skewed. I mean, the way we see ourselves is so often skewed from how other people see us. Because you're because you're right. It's really important to talk and have those conversations, and then people are like, "Oh, you feel that way too?" Sometimes, you know, I'm not alone, and it helps validate and have it not get to where it's a severe problem. Yeah, and I mean, even in volleyball, like, you know, I, when I first started, I didn't know what I was doing at all. <laughs> um, I didn't have knee pads, I didn't have the right shoes, I still don't have the right shoes, <laughs> uh, seeing as they're mostly torn apart. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I mean, I was looking at the other girls, and I was looking at their shorts, how they had the spandex shorts, and they had the knee pads, and they had, like, the brand name volleyball shoes and I'm like I don't want to look like that and I got knee pads I got the spandex shorts still haven't gotten shoes though but I mean I do look more like a volleyball player and I look at myself in the mirror and I'm like you look awesome look at you you're becoming a volleyball player so you know I mean it does boost my self-esteem when I'm like I look better you know like I feel like this is how I should look and I feel like this is how I was meant to look you know Mm -hmm. and I started working out for volleyball and working out and I'm like I'm getting little muscles yeah (laughs) I I think athletes link how they look too with ultimately athletes want to perform well and I think if you're performing well and you see people that perform well that look like this and hey, I need to look like that if I want to perform well. Like ultimately, as athletes, you want to do, you want to be successful in your sport. If the successful people, if all the successful people look like that and have this gear, and hey, I want to look like that, and I want to have that gear too. Yeah, yeah. and a lot of like female runners at the competitive level have suffered from anorexia. Um, I know when I went to UVA, I was like the biggest. I never really thought I had body image issues until I was the first year in college, and on my haul, I was like girl on my hall like both and it was just really shocking to me for whatever reason and then I ended up finding out that at University of Virginia it was tremendous amount of pressure you know academically and everything else too but um like the highest eating disorder rate in the country at the time that was years ago 
1993. Come on, Charles. <laughs> but, yeah, hopefully, I think it's gotten a lot better, thankfully, because they started to do some, um, you know, interventions with that. But, you know, with running or with any type of sport, I think it, it can easily slip because athletes happen to be disciplined anyway, and higher-achieving students are really disciplined, and all of a sudden there's a need to want to control this aspect and this aspect, and that nature, that can controlling nature can easily go into food intake um, and body image, which is directly related to body image and performance. You know? Yeah, like I play tennis. I think at the high school level, there isn't, mm, there aren't many issues with body image at the high school level. Like it's a question, can you play tennis? All right, cool. Like, You're on the team. Uh, yeah. And then the, yeah, next, that's the next level up, right? Absolutely. But then at the professional level, People talk about Serena Williams. They call her fat. They call her that she needs to be the queen when it comes to yeah. I think she should be the standard. Yeah. What I'm saying. I mean, yeah. she's so good. Yeah, I've thought about that a lot too, Jenny, because she is a bigger person yeah. playing tennis, and she's the best, or has been for years and years. So yeah, so well, she's yeah. starting to lose a little bit now, but she's also better. I'll follow like all, all the tennis, and I'll look at the YouTube comments on a highlights reel of Serena Williams like beating someone by a lot. Yeah. And they'll just say, like, she shouldn't be playing anymore, or, like, she needs to just retire because ever since she came back from maternity leave, like, she has not been as good because she's, and she's, still, she's still fat. She's, yeah. like, she needs to keep losing weight. And it's, like, first of all, she just had a baby. <laughs> Second of all, she made the finals of the past three Grand Slams. So it's just... She's doing the sport she loves. Yeah, yeah, it just goes to show that, like, even when you're at your best, people are still going to see the flaws in the way you love. And I think Aaron made a great point earlier. You know, really the only reason that other people down is because we don't feel good about ourselves. Right. You know, at that time or moment or we're comparing ourselves to others because of our our, our insecurities. And, I mean, you know, I was watching, you know, WOW Women Wrestling, you know, and... (laughs) And, uh, awesome. <laughs> and I saw the one girl, and I'm like, yeah, she's big, but she used that to her advantage because she's beating so many people, and she won the championship. And, you know, I mean, sometimes weight helps you in your sport, but then sometimes it brings you down as well because you're like, yeah, you know, I'm big, I got a lot of weight, I can use this to my advantage, but it doesn't feel good with me, or, you know, something like that. But the main point is that you have to love what you do, and you have to love you and the way that you look for you. Yeah, there's a lot of haters out there who are (laughs) jealous a lot of times, like, People like I by no means like Tom Brady. I'm saying like, people yeah. pick on Tom Brady yeah. for being a skinny vegan dude or whatever. Yeah. yeah, and they're just jealous because they're like they're in their trailer watching him. Yeah, Patriots. Let's go. Pretty good. Or people like Ben Roethlisberger, who's a little like on the heavier side yeah. of the quarterback. That's, that's a big, right. Like that's right. It's like those guys that like people are like, oh, he's terrible. He's in the NFL. Yeah, right? he's and he's pretty yeah. good. That's, like, right. that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's a great way to talk. Start talking about how we can improve our body image. So I know we talked about earlier. Turn off your social media. <laughs> um, 
it's, just, it's not like we can talk to little elementary schoolers and say, like, hey, if your mother offers you a phone, don't take it. Like, no, we can't do that. But no, yeah. at least at this age, I think that we're all old enough to realize that, like, that is a factor that does have an effect on us. And so we have the control over ourselves to say, like, hey, maybe let's, like, not scroll through hashtag inspiration on Instagram for an hour. Like... First of all, hashtag inspiration is not very healthy for the general public. But the point is that social media just portrays so many negative, uh, negative like standards that people just can't realistically reach, no matter how hard they try. And of course, the thing is that that shouldn't be a bad thing. They shouldn't look at that and say, "Oh, I can't reach that standard. I guess I'll never be good enough. I guess I'll never reach that standard." But the thing is, like don't need to reach that standard because it's not your standard and you should set your own standard right and I mean my grandpa he's pretty heavy set but you know I mean I still love him you know he gives great hugs so and he's like I want to lose a lot of weight because it's the doctor says I'm not healthy and I don't feel healthy I can't really breathe and you know I can't really walk and you know he's just like I want to lose weight so I can do things that I used to be able to do. And he tries, and he gets to a certain weight, and he's happy, and then he, like, stops the diet, and then he goes right back to the weight. And that's the bad thing about the diets, is that you basically have to continue them, and you also have to do exercise. And basically, it's just a lot of work, but I feel like... Some of the diets out there, they don't help. I mean, no, yeah. a lot yeah. of the diets. Well, the way I see diet, it it's all about a lifestyle change, not yeah. a diet change. Like exactly. people do like these bad diets for twelve weeks, and they might have great success, and then revert right back to where they were because they stopped the twelve. Like, and then some of these diets aren't healthy over a long term, like like a lifetime type of diet like it's not sustainable some of them just don't make sense to me like there's some diets where you're like supposed to eat nothing but like fatty food and like that makes no sense to me and I think we need to focus less on weight loss and gain or body image and more about like strength like mental strength emotional strength physical strength and what does that mean in terms of your overall health like your mental health I'm a huge proponent of moderation in all things um Sound like such a mom here. Don't do illegal drugs. You, know, you don't do those things. That's such a mom thing it to is. say. Don't do drugs. It's a counselor thing. But the other things in life, moderation. Moderate. You know, I love sweets, but you have to eat them in moderation. I love pasta. I was a runner. I love pasta, carbs, moderation. You know, soft drinks, moderation. Um, social media, moderation. You know, if you have a moderate outlook on life. I think a lot of times you're going to find yourself more in balance with your body and everything else. And then I think you have to focus on those other things outside of your weight, like enriching your friendships, finding things you enjoy. What are your skills? We all have a separate set of skills and abilities. And what are my strengths? And trying to, you know, focus on those. And what are my weaknesses? And trying to be gentle with yourself on those. And I think your body image will grow with that. And I mean, I do think that a lot with you hear the term body image a lot comes to like your weight and I mean 
past weekend, I went and I tried on dresses, you know, and I'm like, I feel so pretty. Like, this is probably going to be the one time I'm a, a girl, like a girly girl. So I'm like, I'm pretty, you know. But, and I was trying on the dresses and everything, and I'm like, I don't like the way that it looks on me because it's like hugging me too tight in the area, in like certain areas that, you know, I just don't want to be portrayed as someone who wears tight clothes, but I don't want to be someone who's portrayed as they wear too baggy clothes. So, and I do feel like a lot of it is because of like stereotypes and the media, like TV and you know, even music, because some of them is like, she's got blonde hair, blue eyes, and like perfect lips and everything, and you're like, I don't have blonde hair, I don't have blue eyes. I don't know about my lips, so, because, no. <laughs> I mean, there are so many things that, you know, qualify as perfect lips anyway, yeah. so I wouldn't even get into that. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. Trying, to, trying to surround yourself by people that validate who you are, because, yeah. you know, we're all made uniquely with different weights, heights, body shapes, everything, and you know, we're here for a reason, so what is that? Yeah, <laughs> so what, you know, really focusing on those positive things. Yeah. And I, think the thing with standards with like oh this diet is better than the other like you were talking about the keto diet I think earlier yeah, yeah. so like yeah that's diet it's scientifically backed but I think the thing about it like if you want to do it go for it right. so I couldn't personally do it too. Right. it's very hard it's to say too. like yeah. if you're if you want to do it good for you yeah you should do it for you though that's like right. you yeah. should do it because Jenny, it I think you feel right it's not better. people say I'm doing that I'm like should I be doing I probably should right. be. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's that pressure when people diet. You're like, ooh, I should probably be doing that too. Yeah. Like, um, if it's, but you have to do what's right for you. Everybody yeah. wants the easy button. Everybody, uh-huh. everybody wants the, yes. like, but yes. ult- ultimately, yes. diet, like a healthy diet and exercise Moderation. is literally, like, the only key. Drinking yeah. lots like, of water, long-term exercise, healthy life. Yeah. and yes. Like, yep. And you'll feel better. Yeah, you absolutely And it doesn't have will. to be a massive amount. There's, there's no magic pill. Yeah. There's and no, exercise there's releases no serotonins, which yeah, help you week. with your emotions. Yeah, there's no eight-week shred session that will put yeah. you in the best health <laughs> ever. Right. Really. I mean, it's just there's a lifetime of healthy foods and exercise. Yeah, people yes. need to view it more as like a journey instead of like a sudden change. Like tomorrow I'm going to cut out all the carbs and work out three hours. And like, have a perfect body. Yeah, that's not going to... Yeah. No, you're not. And that's Yeah, and I think that's the thing. I'm sorry I'm saying this with, like, a uh, PE teacher, but also, like, and if you don't want to diet, if you don't want to, like, exercise every day, if that's not your ideal, if that's, like, not really what you want to do, then, like, cool. Yeah. Then don't do it. But yeah. That, yeah. Then, and I agree 100%. Yeah. And I'm all for, like, people that, if you, some people don't like exercise. I get that. But ultimately... Know, the way our bodies work is if you don't you don't exercise you don't use it you lose it you don't exercise you don't eat um, healthy foods start to your body get older, have yeah, your body issues. will pay, take the toll yeah. yeah and I mean sometimes I find myself eating half the bag of chips um, <laughs> but well the other half is with the hair so right you know. see but you know I mean I see myself eating that and I'm like. I should probably stop and eat some, you know, veggies, you know, maybe do some setups to get rid of all them carbs, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that was me last night, doing my setups. I'm like, yeah. I had a huge child, 10-10, and 
house ten ounces. So I will always have a little butt after having my baby. So you know that's something that women get insecure about sometimes when they're older, and you do sometimes and you still can't get rid of it. So you have to kind of change your mindset too with some some things. You're just built that way. I'm never really going to be. I'm never going to have blonde hair, or I'm never going to have. You know, I'm going to have broad shoulders. Well, what is it that we can? How can we turn that into something positive? Yeah. And it's important, like, mindset. yeah, it's important, like, if you do have blonde hair, blue eyes, like, don't be ashamed of that either. Right, yeah. agreed, Jenny, thank yeah. you, but, very true. Yeah, with um, exercise and dieting, I think that a healthy lifestyle should be healthy for yourself and yeah. mostly for your mental. Yes. Like, if you don't want to do the keto diet because it, it's just not a good choice for you, then yeah, don't do it. There are other ways to be healthy, and right. nobody should tell you that you need to do a certain thing to look a certain way. Right, and indulging, too. Oh, yeah, that's a healthy absolutely. That's healthy yeah, mentally. Yeah, yeah like, right. I would have the cookie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right, right. My mom fussed at me because, you know, um, I was having, you know, a good day, you know, and I'm like, I haven't had a sweet treat today, so, you know, I'm going to eat uh-huh. the last of the cookies. Uh-huh. I'm going to eat um, my son's old Debbie cake. <laughs> <laughs> right, and my mom's like, not my My mom's like, Ate all my cookies, and I'm like, I'm sorry. She wanted to indulge. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think that's a good point, though. It's okay. You've got to be good to yourself too, and everyone. Yeah. You can't be overly. That helps with mental health. Yes, it does. Yeah. It all is really tied in together. Plus, you can't just go forever. Like you just have some, then that urge will go away too. Like yes. Yep. It's just you well, can't just never eat that. sugar. You eat a yes. little bit of sugar or something or whatever it is, and it'll help with those temptations to. That's right. Cheat day. Yeah. yeah. That's right. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, so to improve body image, we've talked about like making positive lifestyle decisions that benefit you and your mental health rather than others and what they think you should do. Um, we've talked about like social media, turn off social media, stop looking at all these standards that um, aren't going realistic. to be realistic. Um, we said surround yourself with positive people yeah. because the people around you are obviously going to have the largest impact on you out of anyone else. And then I think, I don't know if we talked about it as much, but like, stop making negative comments about yourself and others, right? Because I think the two are just as important. Like, I understand if you look in the mirror, you might be like, "Mm, I don't like how my stomach looks today. I think you, you might not be able to control your thoughts that you point out imperfection that you see. But I think you do have the power to step back and say, like, actually, it doesn't matter. Like, actually, today is today, and tomorrow is tomorrow. And try not to compare yourself to others. I think that's one of the hardest things we have as human beings. That is definitely Like, when you mentioned the volleyball thing, like, you want to to fit in. You want to match. You want to, like, fashion's a part of it, body, you know, all of that. So try not to compare yourself if you can, because it usually leads down a bad path. Yeah. It's hard. It's very, very tough. Very tough. I mean, just... Lift people up. Give give people you know a comment because the other day I got called beautiful and my heart basically melted. I'm like, someone thinks I'm beautiful. Uh-huh. <laughs> so you know, I mean, I mean, right. just you just gotta lift other people up because it will make you feel better, but it will also make other people feel better because again, you don't know what's going on in their life. They could be having a really bad day. They could be having a great day. You know, you really don't know. So. Yeah, and yeah, just the thing, like, it's normal to see another person and think a certain way or, like, make a comment, but I think it's totally in your power to step back and say, like, what I just thought 
maybe was not necessarily what I should be thinking, and you need to call yourself out, but also, just as importantly, you should call out others. Like, if you see someone who's, like, calling another person names, like, you can, you have the power to say, like, hey, maybe let's not do that, or if you don't want to do that, go over to the person, be like, hey, actually, they're wrong, you're very beautiful, like, <laughs> it's like that's, yeah. that's a lasting impact when people do that, oh, yeah. absolutely, yeah, and even if you don't want to do that yourself, because you just don't feel comfortable talking to another person about that, just right off the bat, like, even if you say that to yourself, that's still someone who matters, yes, yes. that's right, yeah, all right, <laughs> yeah, well, thank you so much for participating in this with me. That was fun. Jenny? Yeah. Thanks, everybody. Yeah. Our first podcast. Great to get to hang out today. Yeah, thank you How so much for listening to the Snow Podcast. What's the snow?